0: Movies have been around forever. You have the good, the bad, and everything in between. What if you could take two actors and switch their roles? How would that affect movie history, those actors, and in broader terms, the movie landscape? This week on the Going Off Topic podcast, the actor alternate universe featuring De Niro and Diesel. Welcome to the Going Off Topic Podcast, part of the Anthony Incredible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fosche. Joining me via Zoom, the president, possibly, of the De Niro and Diesel Fan Clubs. Dukes from the Anthony Incredible Podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing?
1: Fosche, uh, doing well. Thank you. I would be an honor to be president of a Robert (laughs) De Niro Fan Club, first of all. And and secondly, um, I guess you could say, yeah, I, I feel like I always have a constant amount of diesel running through the blood. Bloodstream, I think. Uh, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. We are recording on a Saturday uh, around noon, which is different for us, but you know, we're we're, we're going to get through. We're it's a little different, feels a little different, but you know, we're going to be all right. Uh, I'm doing well. The weather uh, is officially kind of turning to fall, which is you know, rainy and cold here in the Midwest, but you know, we're going to get there. It's a, uh, I guess it should be like this and not 70 degrees like it has been. But anyway. We are here to talk about another actor alternate universe podcast. This is our fourth one that we have done. Uh, one of the first ones we did was Cage McConaughey. Then we followed that up with Denzel and Arnold, and the latest one we did was Charlize and Jessica Alba. So make sure you go check those out if you haven't yet. Uh, they're spread out throughout our uh, our history, our library. But today, we this might be I gotta say this might be our most crazy slash random. Uh, swap yet and shout out to you so we usually I usually sit here and think about actors or actresses to throw together um, but you actually found a gener a, a random generator generator dot com um, where you can select I guess you could mix anything that you want but you found one that was an actor swap uh, or that pulled up two random actors and we hit that a couple times we found some pretty good ones we, we might go back to eventually but when it pulled up uh, Robert De Niro and Vin Diesel I, I figured that Is just a crazy combination and something
1: that I think would be a great conversation. So here we are. Yeah, I think that, first of all, those those random generators, I really do make probably way too many life decisions (laughs) off of those things. You can find a, a, a random, basically a randomizer for just about anything, you know, and then there's a bunch of apps and stuff that you can just randomize where you can put stuff in yourself, you know, like you can get a randomizer app and you just type in whatever you want and then it randomizes for you. That That's cool. But when you're looking at specific topics like this actor or something, there's more than likely almost like there's almost always an actual generator specifically for that thing that somebody made. I know that for the uh, ABC pod, you know, we use a lot of our random trivia is from a random trivia generator. And that's kind of the fun of it, right? You don't know. There's no specific categories. You get whatever you want. The reason that I love these, the the randomization really overall when it comes to, to life is because I don't know if you're going to get the same combinations really that you would come up with if you spent a whole lot of time thinking about that thing. For example, for this, you have a lot of ideas and combinations, which I'm sure ultimately, are all great. They really are. And they all would be good episodes. There's no doubt about it. But do you think that you and I, if we sat here, do you think that we'd ever come up with the combination of Robert De Niro and Vin Diesel? I just don't know if we ever would. And I actually, personally, when you sent me that, I loved it. I thought immediately was like, wow, this is great because we're, you know, not only talking points, but it's just something that I don't think I would have put the two together. I just don't know if they would have crossed paths. And that's why I love the randomization aspect of these things because sometimes you get that golden nugget and it's just like, wow, I, I don't know if we could have, we could have talked about this for a whole weekend, you know, drank beers all weekend. And I don't know if we we would have we would have come up with this. You, you know what I mean? Like, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's no chance that De Niro and Vin Diesel would have ever crossed our minds, I don't think. Uh, and yeah, the generator was great. You know, we got a couple other good ones that I've saved that we might do eventually. But I think, you know, going forward, this is how we're going to, you know, this is like a, an ongoing topic that we like to come back to every between five and 10 episodes, we like to do this one. It's fun. Uh, just a random conversation. But I think that, that uh, GeneratorMix.com to, for pulling up two random actors is going to be the way to go from now on.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of many, by the way. There, you know, you, All you got to yeah. do is get a quick Google search. There's a bunch of uh, randomizers. And you know they, they also do, we also on this podcast like to do brackets and tournaments and all these things. Most of these randomizers let you do However many you want at a time, you know we, we were probably doing two at a time, but it, probably most of them let you do six, eight, so you could you could set up a any kind of bracket or tournament right off the bat right from there, and you don't even have to worry about like picking or deciding on who is who you know you just go to a randomizer for whatever that thing that you want, type in ten you know if you want ten people, and boom, now you have your your, your tournament already set up, so you know I think we could take advantage of it definitely in other ways too yeah,
0: yeah, I love that you know just sitting here thinking about when you were talking about that it's like maybe we do like a we just throw like thirty-two actors into a, a a bracket, and then we just talk about who our favorite actor is, and you know, it's just random. We don't know who's going to show up, who's going to be in there. It could be, you know, so our favorites, it could be people that we've only seen a couple of movies on. That could be a good a good topic going forward too. Maybe maybe we'll do yeah, that. Yeah, and future. you know
1: what I was really thinking about doing that with Foshi and maybe this is something that we bring in the offended pod on too. But mm. um, I'd really like to do that if there was a, a generator for albums, if there was whole yeah. album generators. And just kind of have a, a bracket of which albums connect with us more, you know.
0: I like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. I think that's a great idea. Uh, so yeah, you know, I know Todd's listening. So uh, yeah, maybe, maybe that's a, a good idea for an upcoming Offended ABC Network
1: crossover yeah. edition. Okay, uh, so let me let me take this back here for you though, folks. Sure. Because I got to ask you a question. All right. Yeah. Why why is this matchup important? Why is Vin Diesel and Robert De Niro Possibly switching roles. Like, wh- why Why should anybody care about this other than you and I?
0: Well, I think the, I think it's the first one that we've really looked at where there's two different, they're so different. And they're so, they cross different time periods, I feel like too. Like, you know, De Niro's been going for, what, 60, 70 years. And uh, Vin Diesel's been going for, I would say just recently, mostly. So it'll be interesting to see how that conversation goes. But I think it's just it's a fun, random conversation. The thing that I always bring up in these is I just wish there was a way for us to go back in time or you know, swap their roles and get them together. I just would love to see that. And who knows, eventually with all of these like you know, deep fakes and going to the future, we might actually be able to do this somehow. But I feel like De Niro is an all-timer, obviously. Like one of the best ever actors, best ever Hollywood people. And Vin Diesel is I would say right now he might be one of the biggest movie stars just in general. Like I feel like if you put that guy kind of in anything, it's going to be pretty good and it's going to make a ton of money. I mean, he does movies that are just money makers anyway, like Fast and Furious. Um, he's in you know Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in some of those voice acting roles. But I just feel like the importance of this conversation and why people need to listen to it is just these two guys are on such polar opposites of the spectrum. I feel like. And we're going to get into that a little bit, I feel like. Um, I always ask Ellen what when she gets home from work or whatever, I'm writing out my my little uh, thing that I write out for when we do these. I always ask her, how would you describe this actor? How would you describe this person? And she always comes up. So I, I definitely have some of those that we're going to hit on. But I feel like that's the big thing. is just how crazy they are. And not to bring it back to us, but I know in... The, when we had Denny on and Todd on for the movie game we kind of had a conversation on if you could just watch one person's movies for the rest of your life or watch like three movies who would you pick and you picked De Niro so I think that would you say that De Niro is like your all-time favorite actor is that fair to say
1: up there for sure <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely in, in the mix for sure. I mean, the, the, and we'll go through these movies, obviously, but we're talking mm-hmm. just ultimate. I mean, classics, all yeah. all timer classics. And you know, Foshi, I actually did started doing something differently on this one that maybe we mm-hmm. should incorporate for all of our future. Um, uh, crossovers as far as actor roles and stuff go. But I did one of those charts that I, I've always forget the name one, but you know, those circle, the charts where you draw two circles and then you have the, the, the middle part where they intersect is, is okay, the, a, a, Venn, a Venn diagram. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah and doing that, I kind of realized that I actually thought a little bit on the other side of what you were saying, that these two actually have a little bit, I agree that they are on different ends, obviously, but I do think that there is a part where they kind of intersect and it's almost a little bit of what you said where I think that Vin Diesel is kind of like slightly a very slightly new age version of a younger De Niro of roles. If that makes sense. Like we're going to talk about where they cross over, but I do think that there's a lot that Vin Diesel could like, I I do think that they could actually swap more than right off the bat. I think if you say Robert De Niro, Vin Diesel, no, no, no. But if you start thinking about the actual roles throughout time and everything, especially early on De Niro, or middle-aged De Niro, I, I think I think they have more similarities not necessarily just in the gangster side of things but just overall, like, tough guy hardened, like, oh, right off because th- th- that's the great thing about these guys okay, right off the bat, you, you see both of them and you and you hear both of them and you realize, oh, these guys are tough like, it's a little bit different because Vindi's a little bit more in your face, he's more of like the appearance of, okay, that's a tough guy, whereas De Niro is, you know with the whole mob and the mafia thing, it's Kind of behind the scenes, you know. He seems like a normal guy. He kind of seems like he actually reminds me of my grandpa a, a lot. And uh, but but behind doors, you know, he, you know, he just snaps his fingers and somebody will kill you. So like he doesn't have the 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 physical statue of of uh, of just a I'm gonna beat you beat your face in like Vin Diesel necessarily does. And he doesn't really have the voice like Vin Diesel. But they both still have this charisma about them where the shoulders up, the chest is out, and it's just kind of like, listen, I, I, I'm the, I'm the man here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that aspect. Um, which I didn't really think about. Uh, but the more I spent more time on it, I'm like, wow, I think these guys have more in common than than I, I would have thought. And that's why I love this, the, the, the combo here that we're, that we're diving into.
0: Yeah, I think um, you definitely brought up a lot of things that I was going to say um, as we got into it. Like De Niro is that silent, but deadly guy. You know, he has people that are going to do the killing for him. He is. But when you see him, you're like, oh yeah, that's not somebody I want to mess with. But, Vin Diesel is, like you said, more, he's just a big dude. He's jacked. He's, you know, when you see him, you're like, oh, yeah, that's not, you know, that's somebody I definitely don't want to mess with. Um, and I think that's part of what works so well for both of them is, you know, if you watch all the Fast and Furious movies, you see Vin Diesel get in fights and all that stuff. Um, and if you watch some of the De Niro movies, like we're going to talk about, like you said, he's more in the background. And I think that's part of his mystique is he's just, he's not a huge guy, but he's just scary as shit. And you're like, that's somebody that runs, that'll have, he has 15 guys that'll go out and take care of his business for him. And they're going to stand up for him. They're going to take the fall and he's just going to keep doing what he does. So, and I think even outside of his movies, he kind of seems like that kind of guy too, where it's like, Oh yeah, this guy, you know, is not somebody
1: that you want to mess with that either way. I, yeah. And that's why I think I love him so much is because I really think that he's really great at acting, but I think a lot of it is actually a lot of his personality where he, he's one of the all time best cool, but deadly guys ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I think you're, you're right. Um, Okay, so let's get into some characteristics or, uh, yeah, I guess characteristics is the right way to describe it. So some of the things that, that I wrote down that Ellen came up with, you know, De Niro, we'll start with De Niro. He's like an all-timer. As he's aged, he's definitely kind of, he's kept those like action roles, but he's also gotten into some other things where you're like, oh, I never would have thought he would do this. You know, like meet the parents and things like that. Uh, Silent but deadly, Ellen came up with these that he's low-key hilarious. Like meet the parents, he's just so funny. He's hilarious. I love that movie. Uh, still, it's still great. Uh, Ellen came up with classic. He's scary. And she also brought up that he's old man handsome, which I thought was very interesting. I was like, okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, mm-hmm. What else would you add to, to De Niro? What what other uh, characteristics or things would you add?
1: Well, I just think that, you know, the, the later on in his career, I think, you know, the way that I think about it is I think about some of these old uh, NBA guys, actually, you know, you... you you come into the league, you're a runner, you're a gunner, you're maybe a slasher, you know, maybe you're you're the athletic type. Somebody like Vince Carter, right? He made his name. He's one of mm. the literally the best dunker of all time, in my opinion. And uh, a guy who could always play, but wasn't necessarily, you know, is not going to go down in the history books as a top 10 player, right? But what, and him and Jason Kidd too, like Jason Kidd's one of the best passers of all time. But what did those guys do as they got older? You realize that you can't, Uh, fall back on your athleticism and so you need to adapt other areas of the game for example being able to spot up and and be a shooter be a three-point shooter be a passer be a guy in the locker room you know a a teammate more than an on-court player you know what I mean these are the kind of things I think De Niro in the acting world kind of applied to you know he kind of had this whole when he was young going into his middle age it was all kind of like darker more serious um, movies like you know, you start out with with Taxi Driver and all these kinds of things early on, and then you get into all the mob movies, which obviously just made the, the sweet spot. But then, like you said, then he goes in and he falls back on those older traits as he's as he's going back and still does a couple of the old, the you know, can still slide in some of those mob movies because he can be the old guy there. But then he starts doing all these other things, like you said, like things like The Intern, um, rom-coms, um, yeah. comedies overall, that actually he's really, really great at. You know, things that it's not just, Oh, there's, you know, these are movies that when I see them, at least I don't say, oh, you know, Robert De Niro just cashing a check here. No, I actually, he's like a, still a staple, even as in like somebody like the intern, that movie, him and Anne Hathaway, like it's still all about Robert De Niro, right? I mean, it is obviously about Anne Hathaway, but Robert De Niro is the, the driving force for Anne Hathaway here. And he, he does a great job, you know, it's just one of these movies where it's like, oh, okay. Um, and movies like Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers. They build off of that previous um, hardship, but then he turns out it can can also play comedy directly off of being the hard guy, the hard Mm -hmm. old mob, in this case, government guy. And he he, he just lands it so well. So in my book, Foshi, this is why he's top notch is because you've seen the full spectrum and he can do it all. And he does it in my book. He does one of the best, one of the best at, at doing it all.
0: Yeah, the uh the NBA comparison is is spot on for sure. I, I knew I was not expecting it, but I should have known that you would get a Vince Carter uh, a throw in here with robert De Niro Two your all time favorites in the in the game. Um,
1: you, you got to yeah, realize this real quick. Just to, just to throw sorry to interrupt you, but you just kind of yeah. realize this. This is why I bring him in. Vince is it, you 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 ask me who's the best dunker of all time. I I mm-hmm. know there isn't a second guess. It's Vince Carter. Okay, now you got to do a lot of dunking to be the best dunker of all time. Okay. But then this guy also is on the top list of all threes ever made, okay? So you got to be able to really fall back. And he played, what, 17 years? He just retired. So is that his 18th year? Something, yeah. You got to make a lot of threes to get on that list, man. And you got to do a lot of dunks to be um, uh, considered an all-time dunker. And as far as basketball goes, that is two different ends of the spectrum. That takes two different types of game. You know what I mean? You can't just... There's not a lot of people that are a three point killer and also like an amazing dunker. That's just like, not usually the, 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 the mold that, that people are fitting into. So if you can, if you can handle both ends of that spectrum throughout a course of time, man, you're, you're at the top of my book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're definitely, you're a hundred percent right. And same thing with, you know, De Niro where he's, you know, when he was younger, he was the lead guy and then he slowly graduated into, he was still there, but wasn't the lead guy. And then now he's doing movies. Like, I mean, he just did, uh, He's doing all these movies where he just kind of shows up. Like I'll never, you know, when I saw limitless for the first time with Bradley Cooper and I was like, Oh, like De Niro's just there, but he's only there for a couple minutes, but he's still like this bad politician guy. That's, you know, trying to keep everything. And he wants all, he wants it for himself. Uh, Silver linings playbook. He shows up. He's like the dad. Um, So yeah, it's just, it's super interesting to see kind of how his career has progressed. And like I said, the basketball analogy is spot on when Vince Carter was first came in the league. He was the man, and then he, as he graduated, gradually continued his career. He became more of just a leadership guy. He would, when the team was getting blown out or they were winning big, he would come in. But he was just there to, you know, teach the young guys in Atlanta. He was hanging out with Trey Young and all those guys. So that's a, I mean, that's a spot on comparison. I think it's perfect. Um, so what do, you, what do you say we hit on Vin Diesel characteristics, and then we will talk about their movies and their swap. Uh, so some things that came to mind for Vin Diesel for me were, he is an action star, but not only that, he's just a, a flat-out movie star. I feel like if you have Vin Diesel in your movie, it's probably going to do pretty well. Uh, he's one of the highest-grossing movie stars of all time, if I'm not mistaken. He's made—I mean, all of his movies have made so much money. He's a voice—a voice actor. You know, he does Groot, and but he's, he does these voice actors where it's just like, oh, that's actually. Vin Diesel, you had no idea until you looked on IMDb because he doesn't actually talk or anything. Uh, He, it's interesting to think about. This is a a what if question that we'll never get the answer to. But what if Fast and Furious doesn't take off the way it does? What if they just do like one or two of those or three, and then everybody kind of goes their separate ways, and it's not a huge movie franchise like it is now, where they're on like nine or ten or whatever? That's an interesting what if. Um, Some things that Ellen came up with was that he's kind of cheesy. And sometimes she said some some roles. He's just cheesy. Uh, he's Uh She also said that he's kind of trashy. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Uh, and he just has the perfect stage name.
1: Do you know his real name by chance? I used to know it actually, but I know I have forgotten. It. I know that Vin Diesel's not his real name. Man, Yeah, his real name is uh, Mark Sinclair. So
0: just the most boring name, but I mean, I don't know where he came up with Vin Diesel, but it is classic. And I feel like it just fits him perfectly. You know, bald head, just a big dude uh but he also you know every time i've seen like videos of him outside of acting he just seems like a really cool dude like a guy you'd want to hang out with and talk about and get to know he just seems like a nice guy uh how else would you describe vin diesel
1: vin diesel vin diesel's an interesting case for me because i actually the question that you proposed about what would it be like if Fast and Furious doesn't take off? That's actually how I see it right now. When I think of Ben Diesel, I literally think of three things. I really only think of Fast and Furious, mm. I think Chronicles of Riddick, and I think um uh what was the other one that you oh Triple X. Uh, and that's it. I, I really I really, don't think of anything else. I don't think of guarding the galaxy. I don't think of the tooth fairy. I don't think of any, or or wait, was it, what was the other one? Was it tooth fairy? I don't remember which the one that he did, but you know, you look at his IMDB list. It's not very long. Um, and I got to be honest with you for I don't think I'm as high up on him as, as you are. I like, I, sure. I love Vin Diesel, but I would agree with Ellen's comments. I do think that he's just kind of, I don't know. I think he's in kind of in his own class. I think he's just kind of, He's like a hard, tough guy, but not first tier hard, tough guy. Like, um, is he, here's, here's a good thing. I mean, is he in the Expendables at some point at any point? Does he make no, it in there?
0: I don't think so. No, I don't think he fits in that group.
1: Right now. That, that's kind of my class, right? That's kind of my, that's the upper echelon. That's the, that's the top tier. I don't think he's quite there, but I just don't think he's done the movies to put him in there. You know what I mean? Like the fast and the furious movies aren't, I mean, they're action movies, but they're 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 driving movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're they're not he sure they're fighting people and obviously as they go on they get crazier and crazier, but these aren't old school, you know, 80s Schwarzenegger movies, you know what I mean? I don't expect them to that he has to be, but he's done a couple weird things um and, and a couple weird roles. But overall, I just think that the Fast and the Furious movie has catapulted him just alone to this other place. But I got to question, Foshi, what you said, because I'm not convinced that today, if you make a new movie with Vin, that that, is, that, that moves that movie uh, up any list. I, 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 I That's where I differ, I think, from, from you and I. Is I just don't know. He's just he's just kind of over here, but I also think that he just kind of stays there. That That's the weird part for me. It's not like Fast and Furious brought him up to this next level, and then he just took off from there. I don't actually think that there was... A takeoff. But I think part of that was because I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's because we only see him as this one type of person, this one character, this one, this one thing or not, or if he chose to kind of stick to that, because I got to tell you afterwards when he did Chronicles of Riddick and Triple X, they're all kind of the same. It's just kind of Vin Diesel. It's just just what it is. So I love Vin. And he's, he's definitely like over here, but he's, he's kind of my second, my second tier. and, And he's kind of staying there. Um, which which I think is interesting for this comparison to Robert De Niro because I think Robert's been up at the top like way 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 at the top always um, since the beginning. So um, it's interesting to see like if if we think they're going to cross over or not. But overall, you got to show Vin some love, man. You got to love not not too many other people that can pull off the the Vin Diesel like he, you know what I mean. That that's just him. If that makes any yeah. sense.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think. Um yeah, it would be interesting to see if he, he does have some more, um, just looking at his IMDb, he does have some other, I mean, I guess not really. He, he Most of the stuff that he has coming out is like Fast and Furious 10, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Apparently he's in Avatar 2. But I, I mean, he's not going to be like himself in those movies. He's going to be like in, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and Avatar 2. I'm sure he's going to be like a voice actor or something. And then Fast and Furious 10, he's just going to be Dominic Toretto again. So it would be interesting. I'd be interested to see him do a movie outside of those and see like if people that really like Fast and the Furious would just go see the movie because they really like Vin Diesel. I don't know. I don't think that I don't know if people like really translate that way. Like I, I love Jason Statham. Any Jason Statham movie, I'm probably going to go see. But I don't know anybody, like now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know anybody that's like, "Oh, I really love Vin Diesel and I'm going to go see a Vin Diesel movie." I think it's just they like the fa- like I love the Fast and Furious movies. Probably one of my all-time favorite franchises. I've watched all of them. I've seen them all a yeah. hundred times. But I, I, it's not like you no. Know, I, I love Paul Walker, but it's not like I would be like but, oh, like this movie that Vin Diesel just made, Bloodshot, came out apparently this year, and I don't
1: know anything about that movie. I don't know anybody that went and saw that movie. So I don't think he like he carries over really. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's why for me, when I said that he kind of stays over there, that that's yeah. what I mean. I mean, I think he's tried this before. You know, we got a couple movies like The Last Witch Hunter. That's him all, all on his own. <laughs> Didn't, didn't, you know, go very well. We also have movies like, uh, knock Around, guys, a man apart. You know, these are movies strays that people would probably say, uh, what, you know, and I'm not saying that those are huge blockbuster budgets, but these are movies that where he kind of did go his other, you know, solo, more solo than not. I will say that I think the Riddick series did okay for sci-fi I don't actually know, but I, I do like the Riddick series you know, they're, co- they're, they're cool. But, um. You know, to your question, I, I only know one person and that's honestly this is hilarious, but it's my mom. My mom loves <laughs> loves Vin Diesel. She she will okay, watch so- anything with Vin Diesel. Yeah, but she is truly the only person that I know. I mean my dad would too. But yeah, I I I don't I, I'm with you. I don't hear very many people that are like, dude, you know, the only thing when Vin Diesel popped on my radar lately is when he made that that banger of of a of an <laughs> EDM right. song. If he wants to keep making music, I'm I'm cool with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, shout out to the crossover. Vin Diesel making music now. I know Todd on the Offended Podcast will love that shot because he loves that. He was talking about that song forever. He loves that song. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you know I, when I first started talking about him, uh, I I made the you know made those points. Then the more I listened to you, and the more I looked at his IMDb, I was like, yeah, I think you're, you've you've swayed me. So I think you're 100 percent right. Um, that when he does step out of Fast and Furious, it's it's not like you know I don't think many of those movies are doing very well, um, but. It's very interesting. I mean, when you do 10 Fast and Furious movies, there's not really a whole lot more you have to do when they're making a billion dollars at the theater, which is, that's I mean, you do, you, do, you do what you like and what you what
1: makes money. That's true. And I would say this. This is easy for me to say because I'm not a billionaire from that series like he is, but I would say this. If you've done a couple test runs like these other movies that we said and they didn't go well, if I'm Vin, I'm just sticking to voice acting. I'll give him one thing. Mm. He does have one of the greatest voices in uh, the acting world—that's no joke either. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt about that. His voice is indistinguishable. I mean, obviously, when he does the group thing, it's a little bit different because I think they, they added some elements into that. But overall, I mean, this guy has one of the coolest and best voices around. I would just—if I was him—I'd go hard into the, the voice recording side of things. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, and it's so interesting
0: that that was something I was looking. at. I was like, yeah, he's got a great voice. He's done some voice acting, but you know, he's done like you said, Guardians of the Galaxy, and obviously Avengers. And he also did Iron Giant, which came out long time ago. I mean, my sister was a huge fan of Iron Giant. So we watched that movie like, I mean, every day almost, which is a kid's movie animated. He he was the, the Iron Giant, the, the the main character. But it's so interesting when he does these voice acting things, it's not really his voice or it's not really like, he's not talking a lot. He's just saying, you know, for Groot, he's just saying, I am Groot. For Iron Giant, he was just a giant robot, that mm-hmm. a giant machine. He didn't really talk. So it's very interesting that He has a great voice, but when he does these voice acting things,
1: they don't really utilize it like they should, I think. So it's interesting. It makes me wonder if maybe these are his choices. You know what I mean? Like if these other movies, if he's just a a picky chooser, I mean, who who knows? But there's no way that you... I'm going to be honest with you. He should be the bad person in every animated... He could easily be Mm. the bad guy in every animated movie ever. I mean, his deep... And he can... He he has intentionally made it deeper in a lot of these voice acting. I mean, like when he's when he's in like the the Riddick series, I think he's purposely like going even deeper just to like for dramatic effect, dude. He could easily be the bad guy in all the all these animated movies. So I don't know. Maybe it comes down to the decision. Maybe we have like an op like a little Nick Nick Cage um, theory going on here, where Nick Cage will Nick Cage will say yes to everything. Maybe Vin <laughs> Diesel's saying no to everything. Who, who knows? It's true.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess when like you said when when you've made 10 Fast and Furious movies and they're all like billion-dollar box office movies, you can be kind of picky and do what yeah. you want. What um, more you need. Yeah, and I mean, shout out to Fast and Furious. I'll, you know, I, I definitely will see all of them. Uh, it's it's that's I, what, I, I, The first couple were the best, obviously, but well, they're that, all just entertaining as hell.
1: That's what's crazy about this, Foshi, is even this guy who would say, like, we both agree he's not anywhere near the level of actual acting than Robert De Niro. I don't think that's mean to say. I I wouldn't even really classify him as a great actor. But legitimately iconic now, just from this series. Yeah. The oh, series yeah. is so iconic that he is a legit, le- like a legit, a legit legend. I mean, I feel like everybody knows who Vin Diesel is, right? And there's, there's not oh, anybody yeah, who for sure. Okay, yeah. Or That's what's if, crazy like, about this whole thing.
0: Yeah, even the, if you're like, if you said Vin Diesel's name and they're like, oh, I don't know who that is, you'd be like, oh, Fast and Furious. They'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, the bald guy, right. Fast and Furious. Yeah, exactly. That's
1: that. what's crazy about it is he's 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 in the history books, man.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, so. yeah. It's crazy. Um, we definitely spent more time talking about Vin Diesel, which I think is it. I guess it makes sense because De Niro. It's like everybody loves De Niro. De Niro's an all-time guy, but Vin Diesel is just a very interesting character. It is interesting, yeah,
1: definitely. And I got to be honest with you. I'm going to be forefront up front here. Like I, I love Vin Diesel. I do. Yeah, but but you love him. I love him for what I for what he is. You know what I mean? I'm not expecting him to to come out and just pull out like a you know leonardo dicaprio performance one day mm-hmm. or anything yeah. i just he's kind of like he does fit into the mold like i said with all those action stars schwarzenegger stallone you know what you're getting from those movies right and you know what you're getting from their acting experience i just think that he's right he's just below them you know what i mean just he's just he's just, yeah. he's just b, b level that's all
0: yeah no i think you're i think you're right um okay what do you say we get into some movies and talk about uh some some role swaps so let's start with I guess let's start with Nero um I'll, what, what movie do you want to start with, with Robert De Niro? Where, where can we put, do you want to do our categories? I think we kind of did categories last time where it was like, absolutely not, maybe, and then for sure, D- Diesel could could uh, okay could swap roles. What do, you, what do you think?
1: Yeah, sure, sure. Let's roll.
0: Okay, so, I think, the, I just have some movies written down here. I think Taxi Driver, Young De Niro, I think Vin Diesel play that role. I'm very interested in your thoughts on that one. It's a movie I haven't seen recently.
1: Yeah, so this is but. tough because I actually think it's hard because Robert De Niro ha- truly has so many movies, and and I think Vin we probably uh, I would say maybe ten is the max that he kind of has overall. But Robert De Niro has, I mean, if you look at this guy's movies <laughs> movies list, I don't even know how many credits does he have. Do you know? Do you have that in front of you? Uh,
0: yeah, his IMDb he has one hundred and twenty five credits. That's and insane. Vin Diesel has fifty one apparently. That's but those insane. are like yeah really no, small. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. That, that's and video wow. games. I actually think that the younger De Niro would be much harder for Vin Diesel to do like somebody like Taxi Driver. It's a weird movie, but you got to be able to come off as a crazy person. And I don't know if Vin Diesel has the, 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 the uh, exposure or like, yeah, because Vin Diesel could do a version of that. Right. But I just don't think it would be as effective. Like with De Niro and Taxi Driver, you see the progression of, I mean, he's kind of wild from the beginning, but is also this whole thing of taxi driver. He's kind of narrating what's going on as, as it goes on. He's kind of like writing this letter that kind of tell, you know, also shows you how great. I just don't know if that whole setup would, would work for Vince. So I, I think that would be harder. His, I think of the early on career of, of, of De Niro would be, would be tougher for Vince. I don't, yeah. I don't see him in that.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I think you're right. I think, um, you know i haven't I I haven't't I watch taxi driver like this weekend now because I haven't seen that one in a long time, but man I haven't talking about just a crazy great movie um but yeah he's he's just like this crazy cares you know he just has it's just like I said, it's just like this charisma thing about him that you're like, oh yeah, like he's not a big dude, but he's just, like, yeah, it's not somebody you want to fuck with and I think Van Diesel is he doesn't have the I don't know it's kind of like a not a great thing to say, but he just doesn't have the acting. Chops in order to play those that role, that type of role. I think so. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah. I think taxi drivers, no. I think if, And I don't think it's not even a diesel. I just don't think there's many people at all that could play that role. I think De Niro just it was iconic. It's hard to look at those iconic roles and, and switch them up. But yeah, um, yeah. What, what what what's your next one? What, what would you like to propose for, for a De Niro diesel swap here? Are
1: we sticking with um, Are we sticking with De Niro? Is that the the yeah, idea? We, we can go wherever you want. Okay, well cuz I when I think of De Niro, I, I I think it's important for us and we can come back to these early on movies, but I feel like let's can we bump a little bit ahead in the timeline yeah, here? Of course. We bump we bump 20 years later, okay? So um I think Taxi Driver was around 75ish, 70 mid 70s something. I I want to bump up to 90s. That's when all the movies my iconic De Niro's, that's Goodfellas, mm-hmm. that's Casino which is just ultimate seriously like one of my top five movies of all time we're talking yeah, this is where the, sale this is where all of the, the real the real true mafia slash mob de niro is making just prime time okay scorsese yeah. all over the place all kinds of this good stuff i have a question for you foshi if we made vin diesel more italian if that makes sense <laughs> Do you think that he could do this? I actually think that there is a world where he, I don't know if, it's, if it is as prominent of a role as, as De Niro plays in these movies because he really in a lot of these is head honcho or he's like second to the boss. You know, he's he's right there. He's usually the guy that you go to and then he'll go and, 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 and help you out and get you, you know, fix you up. I don't know if De Niro, if, if Vin could do that necessarily, but like maybe a step down, maybe even... I don't want to say like the Joe Pesci roles in those movies, but like the 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 guy that you hey Vin, you know, go 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 hit up my guy over here and, and get some money for you know. I, I was thinking about this though. I think he could do that. But if you're talking about De Niro Swap, could he be somebody who just kind of stands in the back of the room and says, Yeah, 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 no problem. Listen, listen, Kyle, I got you, man. Uh don't don't you worry about it. I'll go talk to 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 Jim. Yeah, don't worry about it, you know. And then he go and then goes in and, and does this thing like I I don't think it'll be as well done. I don't think it's out of the world though, to see a version of that. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think you're, you're a hundred percent. I think it's spot on. Um, and just, yeah, looking at, you know, De Niro's IMDB, I've pulled up here. Uh, I mean, from 87 to like 96, he just goes killer touchables and all killer. those are just all time classics that we still watch today. But yeah, like you said, for sure he could play like the, the bodyguard type guy or the, the hitman that's gonna go out and the the henchman that doesn't have to think about a whole lot of things and just go out and, and beat people up and whatever. But I also think that he could play like the head boss. I mean, when you think about some of these movies, like, yes, De Niro is in them, but is he and I don't want this to come off the wrong way. He is in these movies. He is like the main person, but is he really doing a lot? Does that make sense? Like is he really he's given the speeches, he's Directing people where to go, he's counting the money, he's doing all that stuff. But and I think that's what makes him so good in these roles is that he's not overdoing it. He's just playing the role and it's perfect.
1: Does does that make sense, first of all? It does. And I, and I get where okay. you would come from. I think a lot of people who aren't like super into De Niro would probably that would probably be the defense of like he's not really doing a whole lot. And my argument would be that there's so much happening. Like why he's so great is because he is um portraying so many different aspects but making it seem so simple like he's not doing anything like for example in casino he is that is a long movie okay that's like a Mm. full three hours and he is in all of it wait casino i love casino so much because he does so much lifting in that movie and that whole movie is him being a boss being calm being cool, but he is dealing with all of these other crazy aspects, right? Sharon Stone is literally losing her mind. She's cheating. She's stealing. She's doing all things. Joe Pesci is his crazy hitman, uh basically like punisher, side guy who he grew up with, who's also doing all the same things. And De Niro is coming across all of this, but he's still cool, calm, collected as much as he can be, while people are trying to kill him, the mob's trying to, you know, do all these things are happening around him. But De Niro portrays that through his emotions, through his visuals, his face, his actual, the way that he talks. And this is why I love him so much. Just from him saying a sentence, you can get what he's saying, but also behind that. Like he can, this is why De is the greatest. He can say, hey, Fosha, you uh, looking pretty good today, man. But when he says it, it's like, you better straighten up or I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and he portrays that with his attitude, his face, and the way the tone that he says that one line can say four things that, will, that movie will let her hit on, if, if that makes sense. that That's my defense for De Niro. Like in Goodfellas, he knows that um, Ray Liotta's losing his mind, right? Like he, he can tell these things. And he, and Joe Pesci's still running crazy doing his thing over there. um So he's like the boss that tells you something, but the whole point of De Niro is like, he's so good that that one line actually, from a viewer standpoint, means like four different things. Oh my God, does he, is he gonna just from? Is he gonna kill that guy now, or yeah. is he actually gonna go fix that problem, or is he gonna? So the 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 the, the different ways and and, and 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 roads that you can go down just from De Niro just being, hey, you know, hey, listen, man, I'm I'm not doing anything over here. I'm just hanging out. That's kind of what his whole thing. But you just never know. And I think that is the, and that's why I love the guy so much. I don't know if that actually answers your question so much, but I would just say that I think there's a lot more going on than the surface level, what it seems like he's just, you know, the boss in these movies.
0: Yeah. So I think De Niro did that on purpose. And obviously that was the role that he played and Mate did it so well. I think with Vin Diesel, this is, again, going to come off just terrible. But I think, I don't think he would, I think he would play the role. I think he would do be pretty well at it. But I don't think like, not that he's like a bad actor or, or dumb or anything, but I think it would just come off like, that he's just acting he's not like doing it on purpose that's just who he is is he's playing this boss he's not giving these long speeches he's just like talking yeah and you're just like oh yeah okay like he's not just I mean just think of like Dominic Toretto playing those roles I feel like that's who Vin Diesel is, is he's just Dominic Toretto and he's going to just give these give these speeches he's going to be the boss he's going to sit back and, and just sit in a chair and hang out I, I think that's I think I think it would work honestly
1: no, I think that's a great point. I actually think that kind of what you just added on to what I said, I think, was the, the point of the reason that I love De Niro most, so much is because it seems to somebody that it might be surface level. But I feel like there's so many more layers of, of depth yeah. to his performances where I think Vin Diesel would just keep it surface level, which exactly. I think is a, is a great point. Um, and I got to be honest with you, I think you can do it. Would it be good? No, though. I think that automatically. That's the, the problem. Is a lot of like B-level mob movies. I don't know how many. You know, if, if you're a big mob movie kind of guy, but some of these B movies that I would consider the B, I think it's because of that. Where it's like anybody can deliver that that one line. You know what I mean? And so yeah, I think it can definitely be done. Would it be effective? Mm, that's another. That's another story. But I think you hit it dead on there.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the he could definitely play it off. They would definitely be. Like you said, probably pretty decent to average movies, but nowhere near what they are right now with De Niro. So yeah, it's interesting. He could definitely do it as as opposed to Taxi Driver, where there's no way he could do it. Uh, I think that's that's what, very interesting.
1: What else is there? Anything else that jumps out to you from a from a De Niro side that you think that Vin could either easily do or not? Is there anything? Is there anything that you came across that you were like, oh, actually, I could see Vin doing that. Uh...
0: Not, I mean, not really. I think it's, I think, you know, looking at, at De Niro's like, uh, more recent things like, you know, meet the parents, like some of those funny movies, like the intern. I think that De Niro or Diesel is just, he's just not funny. Like, I just don't think he can come across as funny. And I just don't think like De Niro isn't, I don't think he's, again, I don't think he's playing to be funny, but just the way that he delivers the lines, the way that he is, you know, this, like you said, ex. Government guy making crazy things, making saying funny shit. I think it's just that's what lifts it up, and I don't think Diesel has the capabilities to do that. So, I don't, I don't really think there's anything like. Yes, he could play these roles like the casinos, like the fellas, like those, but they're not going to be the same at all. And I don't, I think there's a lot more where you're like, oh no, he can't play that. I mean, Silver Linings Playbook, maybe he could just be like the dad, and just be like kind of crazy and watching football and kind of being an asshole. But uh, I don't think there's just nothing else that really jumps out at me where I'm like, Oh yeah, I could see, uh, see him playing that Joker. You haven't seen Joker yet, but, uh, De Niro just plays a,
1: like a late night TV mm-hmm. host, which sure. Vin still could do that. I'm sure. But it's not like a huge role, you know? Yeah. So, so we're saying like some of the side, some of the side, uh, side roles, but we think that probably he, he could fill in. Do we agree that it probably wouldn't be still as good as, as De Niro? I, I would assume, but yeah, I agree with you. I think some of the older movies, like the more comedy side and the rom-com ending, uh, older career of De Niro. I think that would also be really tough. That's why I thought it was interesting about when I was doing that chart. Uh, whatever you Venn diagram, whatever you said, yeah. it was because I really didn't think that Vin could really hang too much in the beginning of Robert's c- career. But I also thought that he really couldn't hang at the end. <laughs> so if you were to, for me to rank where he could fill in, I would probably say like maybe middle career. And then honestly, maybe his early career would be the most susceptible to switching. I think that it's really tough to get into the, those, the mob roles you can do, like we said, surface level, sure. But to really break it down like Robert did, that's tough. Maybe some of these early ons, like, um, I don't know. Do you think, I mean, have you, Raging Bull and and all of these things where he's just kind of, I I don't know, you know, maybe. I mean, yeah. I could could see that more than, honestly, I could see that more than the the mob movies just because I feel like that's why I love De Niro so much is I just feel like, there's a lot of complex complexity to the the characters that 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 he has because um, in all those movies he's really fighting with a lot of things like it's usually some kind of struggle with the people that he grew up in his neighborhood versus this new thing that's happening. What's right? What's wrong? All these things. I don't know if Vin Diesel really has ever his characters that are like right versus wrong. You know, it's just kind of like family over everything in, in the series <laughs> uh, in the in the uh, Fast and Furious series, and then for. Uh the triple X series, he's just doing what he's told basically from the government. I guess that's a right versus wrong, because then he realizes maybe the government wants to do other things. And then uh, for the Riddick, it's really just survival. It's not even a, a right yeah. versus wrong thing. So I don't know how many times Vin has to be put in that situation of like, yeah, should I choose to do this or and and, and, and and live with the consequences, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, there's not a whole lot of background and depth to his characters, I feel like. He just, you know,
1: and that's not a bad thing,
0: I think, but with De Niro, yeah. like you said, when we were talking about the, the mob movies, there's so much depth, there's so much background, there's so much going on that you don't necessarily see, but you know is there. So I think that's a, I don't, I don't think there's, you know, there's sure, there's a couple things that he could do and a couple things that would be okay you'd probably still watch them but they wouldn't be like the all-timers that we think of right now
1: yeah and i I just want to note this too is that we're talking about de niro's big movies so i know that that is a kind of hard comparison because these are the movies that made him an iconic legend right but there are a bunch of de niro movies that were definitely not bullseyes that were not hit like huge hits they're still great if you watch them i still think that de niro is great but there's a lot of movies especially older on de niro's that if you're talking about an older vin could definitely slide in there. Like there are, I, I want to be honest here and say that there are a lot of De Niro movies where it's not, you, you don't turn it off and you say, holy shit, Robert De Niro just killed that movie. Like there are plenty of those, you know? And I think that Vin, and, and these are things that titles that if you just do a quick Google search, I don't know. I don't think we need to go into them. Um, but I think plenty that you could probably slide Vin in there. It, I still would vote that it wouldn't be as good, but you know, I mean, what about something like, um, like Heat? Okay. That's another big mm-hmm. one, Foshi. Like heat. Yeah. Could De Niro pull or um could, could, could Vin pull even come close to heat? I just don't I I don't know, man. I just don't yeah. know. I think if we go down the big list, it, it's gonna be hard. But what I'm really interested, Foshi is the other side of this. If you yeah. think that we can that we can substitute our, our guy Rob in some of these <laughs> Vin movies. Yeah, yeah. So let's move there. Uh
0: the first one that comes to... I mean, we got to talk about the, the obvious. The Fast and the Furious franchise. Could Robert De Niro play Dominic Toretto in the Fast and Furious? Obviously, we're going back to like young Ooh. De Niro, like taxi driver age De Niro, I would say. would be That's where we would substitute him in, kind of. Because Ben Diesel's actually... He's like 53. I just looked that up. So I guess like taxi driver era uh, might even still be kind of a little young, maybe. I don't know how old De Niro was when he was doing that, but yeah. let's say... Uh, yeah, let's say like taxi driver age De Niro. Could he come in and play Dominic Toretto in Fast and the Furious franchise. What do you what
1: do you think? I was actually though I thought about this for a long time, and I was actually surprised by my answer. Um, so so overall, do I think that De Niro could be plopped into any role in any movie? Yes, I truly do believe that. I think he could really could, but 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 would I'm going to take this question a little bit deeper and like would hmm. Fast and the Furious be the same or better? I gotta be honest with you. I I surprised myself, but I don't think so. I yeah. don't as. As Dom, the main character, one of the main characters, I don't think that it's the same juice, man. I think I almost think for Fast and Furious, and this is gonna, this might make a lot of people mad because I, you know, I'm I'm kind of been a a Fast and Furious critic over over the the past (laughs) years. But for Fast and Furious, is kind of cheesy, man. It is, you know, it's kind of built off of that cheesiness, especially if it got older, you know. And I think you kind of need that. I think that's why Ben Diesel's perfect for it is because you kind of need that second tier. B-level hard guy uh, to kind of keep it surface level, if that makes sense. I think you yeah. really need that. And I think that's why him and RIP to the to the king, uh, Paul Walker, uh, because I think you kind of need that. That's why they were a great combo because they both were very, I think, surface level actors that uh, that just fit the mold perfectly. So I actually think that De Niro would... Kind of complicate the movie because I feel like his complexity and his actual level of acting might <laughs> might might take this down a different road to where it actually gets too serious and just not as fun or entertaining. My question to you, Foshi, uh, and I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on that, but question sub question to that is maybe put de Niro as like an old vet on, on the on the team or he's like an old guy for the bad guy who uh, you know, like is getting Intel on the, like I could see him kind of behind the office door, maybe calling shots or something. But as far as where, what we know Vin in these series, I just don't know. I really don't think it worked. And I gotta be honest, that surprises me to to say that. Where where do you come in on this?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I feel the exact same way. I think the reason that the fast and furious franchise, one of the reasons the fast and furious franchise is so, you know, so successful and they're, they're coming out at the 10 is coming out sometime soon. Um, is that there isn't a whole lot of depth or background to the characters to, I mean, the sto- the ca- characters and their relationships, there's a little bit of background and everything on that, but the stories and the movies, it's not like something where you have to sit down and be like, what is, what is Dominic Toretto actually thinking right now? What is he going through? It's like, no, he's got to rob a bank in Brazil and they're going to drive the, you know, they're going to fly cars in between two buildings and all that shit, which is why I love them. I think they're, I, they're one of my like I said one of my favorite franchises but I think like you said De Niro brings too much baggage and too much background and I think I honestly don't think if they made like you know three of them with de Niro I don't think they' they make any more I think it's a totally different thing I think it's it just cuts off and it's like okay cool it's over but the reason that these are so successful is it's people just love movies where you can go in and just watch an hour and a half two hours and be like that was awesome. That was badass. I saw cars drag a uh, a safe down the streets of Brazil. I don't have to think about it or anything. Um, but I do love the thought of having De Niro be like a background guy. Like, he's not even driving. He's just like a... He's like the the... Overseer of someone, you know, of the team, he's sending him on missions, he's doing just random things. I do love that thought, though. Old De Niro, I actually
1: actually think that my perfect spot for me would actually be to take a step down from that. I think for me, it would be that he's not above anybody, he's actually part of the crew, but he is the old guy who has, um, you know, maybe he has uh, he's like a been stealing cars for. 50 Mm. years. And he's just the old guy that's just sits in the corner. And he's just kind of the wise guys. Like, you know, Hey, let let me show you youngsters a couple things. You know what I mean? And and I know we originally started this with young De Niro, but I think that if we took all of De Niro's career, like, can you see middle to late age De Niro, like when he's in casino and Goodfellas just kind of got the guy in the corner of the shop, the team, he's like reading newspapers, smoking some cigarettes. And he's just like, (laughs) yeah, I've been doing this for, you know, 30 years, you know, and, and, and he just kind of is like the old guy that knows stuff. And and at one point in the movie, they get into a little bit of a dilemma and he has to, you know, he he gives them the information that they need through a wisecrack or, uh, you know, a one-liner where it's just like "Ah, classic De Niro, man. You know, that's what I feel like would be just the perfect, just a nice sprinkle of De Niro in there. Yeah. So do you, uh, while you were talking, it reminded
0: me, do you, you know, I of course love this movie, but do you remember anything about Gone in 60 seconds? Of course. It's a classic. Do you remember, I love that movie. Okay. So the guy that I'm thinking of right now. Do you remember Robert Duvall's character where he's yes, kind of like he's definitely. the guy that has he has the the mechanic shop. They when they're stealing the cars. He's just in the in the shop crossing them off the list. I think that yeah, like you. That's the guy I thought of when you were you were talking about De Niro just now. I think that's the perfect yeah. spot.
1: No, that, 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 I I think I was on the same page with you. And I honestly don't even think like you said it too perfectly. I don't even think that this De Niro role. And this is what's really crazy to me. I don't even think it would be he'd be a regular part of the crew. Maybe he's yeah. in one, maybe two movies. Maybe he's in one early one, like number three or four or something, and then comes back for eight. You know, I I, I don't. It's just re- weird to me. That I feel like this is one of the few times where I just think that it would be better for him to have a minimal part, and I do not say that often at all. So very <laughs> interesting. I, I actually, when you first presented to me this this combo of crossover, I was like, "Man, of course De Niro would kill that movie. He would, but it'd be a totally different, yeah, film. I think or series."
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so what about the movie that I was when I was scrolling through Vin Diesel's IMDb was one that I again, haven't seen in a while that I, you know, is, is great is Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. He plays, uh, he, he, he's, he's in
1: the movie <laughs> part of the crew.
0: And, but that, I guess that's really, that's kind of where you got to start. That came out in 98. and looked like one of his first movies. It is. Uh, yeah. He's a
1: baby in that movie.
0: And it's so interesting to cut. Kind of, I, again, I, I'm just pulling back from memory here, but he's like not Vin Diesel in that movie, really. He's like acting and he's pretty good. And he's kind of like, you know, he's not really like over the top and action star, right? That's so, correct. Yeah, that's interesting that he did that, and then he did Iron Giant was ninety nine, and then Fast and the Furious two thousand one. So it kind of was like he was doing these other movies, and Fast and the Furious came over, and he just it just took off, and that's what he became. Um, So I would say, yeah, I I didn't watch Saving Private Ryan too, but what about? So he's like actually, you know, he's he's pretty good in that movie from what I remember. He's acting, he's doing a pretty good job. Could we see a a younger De Niro
1: playing Private? Uh, Caparzo in Saving Private Ryan, one thousand percent yes. Mm. Because here's the thing: is he doesn't have a whole lot of lines, he doesn't have a lot of activity, yep. and he. Spoiler alert: RIP to our man Vin. Mm. does not last very long. So could 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 uh, could Rob pull up, pull it off? Um, uh, one million million percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- that's a hands down for me. And by the way. You 100 percent need to watch that movie again. I don't really I don't I'm not a big war movie guy, but you yeah, know, I love that movie so much. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I wanna say maybe if he were to la- if he were to list out that cast list from most screen time, he's probably like number eighteen. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 really he's really not in there for a whole lot. Um but would would De Niro be able to to pull that off f- for sure? Just just being in the troops, um, you know, your squad and, and giving a little bit of banter back and forth and yeah. Yeah, definitely. What
0: would yeah. you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. You know, pulling from memory, I'll have to watch it. Um, I'll also have to watch it when Ellen's not around because she doesn't watch war movies anymore. After a couple that we've seen, she can't handle it, which is fine. You know, a lot of people, it's, uh, it's they're tough to watch for sure. But I remember watching that one and, and seeing him and kind of be like, oh man, who you know, who's this guy? What's he doing? And then all of a sudden he just blew up with Fast and the Furious and everything, and now he's doing some of these other things. Um, yeah. so yeah, I've, I 100 percent think that De Niro could could be that you know, part of the squad, part of the the team, part of the army
1: team. Um. So yeah, hundred percent on there. I mean, that's what he's made his money off of as being part of the squad. But for a for the mob, you know, I mean, they, they always had it. He yeah. always has a team. He always has a squad. He's, and he's usually he's usually the leader. But he could definitely definitely play a supporting role if he wanted to, especially early on. De Niro, like no no doubt about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, okay, so I have two more categories to hit with Vin Diesel and De Niro swap. Uh, how if how is De Niro? Which it's interesting. He's never not something that I remember that he's never done like voiceover work. I don't think he's ever been in an animated movie. I don't think he's ever been in like done voiceover like Vin does for, uh, for Groot or iron giant could, could and not, not specifically those roles. Cause Vin really doesn't do a whole lot with them. I would say, but could Robert De Niro do voice acting? Could he be like, a uh, you know, in a, in a kid's movie, an animated movie, just playing like a, like Zootopia. Could he be playing like a, a Fox or something? What do you
1: think? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I, never done so. that. Well, I, I actually think that he's, I think he's very, I think he's a very artsy actor. I really do. I mean, I know that he's kind of, he, he has his own lane, but I think he's like a, I would like to think that he's a very, you know, kind of professional as far as, you know, I kind of want to be, he, ha, he knows what he wants when he does these projects, but I, I don't know that for sure. This is just me, you know, guessing, but definitely, I mean, any of the, all of those movies at some point have some kind of person who represents Like an older Italian slash mob vibe of person, and De Niro is one of the most iconic ones. I feel like you could always throw in one of those animated characters who are just kind of, you know, the wise cracking guy, you know. Mm Yeah, and and De Niro does it great because he doesn't overdo it, he's just kind of got the the little bit of slang, a little bit of twang, uh, but you definitely get it. Like, okay, this guy is, you know, the East Coast old school guy. I would love to see that. I actually don't know, I don't know why. Um, yeah. Why? Why? Why he hasn't gone down the road? Yeah,
0: that kind of like just yeah just hit me. I guess yeah maybe he's just he likes to be, you know, have his face on screen and everything like that. That's very interesting. No, that would be interesting. Um,
1: the next- maybe he's honestly here's another thing, Foschi. I'm you know, sorry to cut you off again, but you got to be realistic about this. I mean, maybe his maybe the bill for him is too too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I true. mean <laughs> you know I don't know what they what, what the what the what the cost is for an animated role a voice role compared to like you know being the, the lead of a of a movie or something like that, but. Maybe, maybe that plays into it. I, I just, I, you know, I don't know. Could be,
0: yeah, yeah. That definitely makes sense. I'm sure he's not not just taking roles for uh for any for 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 a small sum of money. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put, X and Riddick kind of in the same category. Um, you know, sci-fi action, those type of type of roles when we think of Vin Diesel could, Robert De Niro step into those and play those. Um, I I'm gonna say. Again, I think he can, but I think there's almost, it like, kind of like with Fast and Furious. I think there's almost like too much. Like he brings too much to the screen. I think that's why these movies are are pretty solid and pretty good. Is that Vin is just just surface level. There's not anything going on. He, like you said, he has an objective to complete. Some things come up along the way that he has to battle or fight or you know do whatever in, and then he gets to the objective and finishes it. I think with Nero, it's almost. There's probably too much. You know, Vin isn't talking a whole lot in these movies. There's not a whole lot going on. I think with De Niro, it's just a whole different atmosphere of him handling these situations, trying to talk, trying to. Uh, there's just too much going on in the background. Not that he say like, not saying that he couldn't physically do it when he was young. I think for sure he could do the physical side of it, but just the surface level, cutting it off and doing it that way. I think there's he just brings too much. What do you think?
1: I agree. I think you hit it the nail right on the head, man. I think that the, the keeping it surface level is definitely it. And I honestly think that, you know, talking to you here, I think that I've been beaten around it without actually saying it, but I think what you just said kind of connected the dots for me. Whereas I also just don't, and this is crazy. Cause I did not think this would be the case but I don't think that De Niro could, could, could operate in those movies either because He's a talker. Like, he needs to talk. He needs to, his level of acting is so great from, like I said before, all of the way that he performs, which is with his body, his physical, his stature, his tone, his face, all these things. You don't need any of that in Triple X or, or, or Pitch Black. <laughs> these are action movies where they're physical. You're, Vin Diesel is doing, you know, he, his character is doing massive stunts. He's jumping from here to there. He's fighting. He's killing with his hands, with guns, with rockets, with things, cars, uh, motorcycles, helicopters, you name it. These are, these are like the over the top action films that, you know, you and I love, but De Niro needs to be, he's not doing any of that. You know what I mean? Like he's just, he's just not, he he's gonna, he's gonna like, I don't know, talk, talk you into fighting yourself or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, And so I just, I I think you hit it right on the, on the nose. I, I really think that the surface level of these movies and the physical action, the level of action that is going on in them, I just honestly can't see De Niro adapting to that. And that is crazy. I think if there was one weakness that we, that we came up with today with our, with my guy De Niro, who's top of the list for me, like I said, I think it's, it's these, it's these action ones. And I know people are going to listen. I'm sure that there are a lot of low key movies that De Niro has been in where there are some serious actions ha- happening. And you know, I'm sure, but I wouldn't say that the, the 10 icon- most iconic De Niro movies for me that we're thinking about, right. We're keeping it high level to the popular ones. Yeah. yeah. I don't, none of those really come with like the same, anywhere near the level of action that's happening in the, the Riddick and triple X series. So yeah, yeah, I, I, Crazy to think, Foshi, that we feel like De Niro can't really adapt too much to like the, <laughs> the, the 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 lane that Vin has created, but could see some slight openings for Vin in some of the um de Niro world, which I don't know if you were to lay out these <laughs> two that that would necessarily be the the first impression like how are you feeling about yeah. that?
0: Yeah, it's very interesting. I think that, you know, De Niro is obviously an all timer and, and one of the best, but I feel like, like we said with, with Van, he has, like you just put it perfectly, I think he's created this whole separate lane for himself. Where even if we were to look at some of these other maybe B level, maybe action star guys, I don't even know if they could fit into that role because he is just so, I feel like he's just so unique and so different from what you normally see from these guys. Um, it's very interesting. I think, you know obviously they both could swap roles in the movies but i don't think any of them if we were to take you know switch their careers i don't think either of them are the same and none of those movies are the same either i think de niro is so well so good at the like you said there's so much going on in the background there's so many things when he says something you're like that meant like that could mean three different things depending on who he's talking to depending on who he's who's listening and vin diesel is just surface level He's just, he is there, he's doing, doing what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's doing what, he's, what he has going on. So yeah, it's very interesting. Not what I would have thought coming into this conversation, but talking back and forth, I think we, we've reached that conclusion. The last question I have for you is, could Robert De Niro make an EDM just
1: banger of a song? Is that possible? <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad that you brought this up because I was going to too. And <laughs> the truth is, I want to say no. Yeah, Bits but boys, I also man. would have told you that Vin Diesel would be a hard no too, and <laughs> yeah. we know how iconic it is now. So I I, sure. I want to say no until our guy Rob proves <laughs> us wrong. I'm gonna stick with no, and I will say that Vin has taken the music category as a whole mm. on on this matchup. <laughs> I will say that. Oh man, that's that's, that's great. All right, uh, do you have any? You know, I, I feel like we we hit
0: everything pretty well. We kind of had our closing uh closing statement before we talked about the the music, but do you have anything else that you want to put out there for the people on the Robert De Niro, Vin Diesel
1: actor swap? Final concluding statement is that both of these guys are are, are great and they both have created movies for the culture that are iconic in their own rights. Whether that be the the level of acting and the quantity and number like De Niro, or just the overall imprint slash takeover of the world that a certain series has had, like Fast and the Furious. I think either way, I would consider those both ends different ends of the spectrum, but the impact on culture over time, especially film culture, you you cannot ignore it or, or look away from it. You have it has to be acknowledged. So even the level of acting that we have talked about between these two. The overall um, control, I, I would say, and the overall um, just the, the, these these films will be forever. I mean, they they will. They already are. I mean, some of these movies we talked about today are already fifty years old, which is which is crazy. Some of these De Niro movies, mm-hmm. and I don't think the Fast and Furious is going to go away ever. No. So. What, what's great about this is Can they switch? Should they switch? No, probably not And um, I'm glad that they are where they are But what's crazy about it, Foshi Is that this is the first one Where I think that, you know They're very different But in the total scheme of everything They'll probably at the They're, they're in the whole, whole time uh, history books Like like we yeah. said Kind of crazy I don't think that anybody even, even us thought that Maybe the first Fast and Furious Like who would have thought Vin Diesel would be as just legendary uh, as he is now. I don't know, man, but altogether this is great and I would seriously note that what I will end on I suggest everybody if you ever wanted to do a movie dive into one specific actor I highly recommend Robert De Niro because you will not be, be, be let down. Mm,
0: that's a perfect way to get out of here. Uh, what do you think of a De Niro Diesel swap? Let us know going off topic pod at gmail.com that's going off topic, pod at gmail.com. Find us on all the social media platforms just by searching Going Off Topic Podcast. Make sure to give us a like and a follow. Uh, you'll see all of our content there. Head over to anythingmorecredible.com to see all the network podcasts and the blogs. You have the Anything but Credible podcast, the Offended podcast, and of course, Going Off Topic podcast is there as well. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Shout out to Visitor Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off topic.